All right. So what's new with you, uh, Alexa? How are things going in your world? Things are going quite well. I just came back from my tour and uh, I got to see Nashville and Kentucky and other places in which I've already been to. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to travel more often now and build my client base. Good. Yes. You should do that as often as possible. Yeah. What do you like most about Kentucky? <laughs> I like that it's quiet. I think is a good word for it because where I've been to, so I went to Louisville and, uh, you know, I did some like traveling around to parks and uh, parks. There's nothing really there except for, you know, restaurants, but everything, like most of the places, they're closed for COVID still, which is sad. So, um, but I did, I did get to see a few movies while I was there. So that was nice. Great. People are friendly. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so the people, what did were you able to get some work done while you were there? Did you have clients? Yes, I did have few, but I had more in uh, Asheville and Charleston because I've been there before and I've kind of have my regulars there. So right, yeah, but right. I... And there's both beautiful places too. I mean, they're yeah. very. Uh, you know, natural beauty. Charleston, of course, with the with the marshes and water and, and the beaches and the old cities and the buildings. And then you have Asheville with the mountains and the and the unique culture and the Smoky Mountains. It's great. So when you're in a new town and you're trying to establish uh, clientele, you're trying to make contacts, how do you establish professional boundaries with people you've not met before? talk about boundaries today yes so I explain to new people that and they ask me sometimes that hey I don't do this um, but I do this and uh, you know when they start for example they they some of them get quite obsessed with me and I had that happen before where they just sent me very long texts, uh, send me text messages like every five minutes, and I'm like, hey, I do this unlimited texting and sexting plan uh, for like this much, and if you're interested, let me know, we'll get that going. But because of my busy schedule, I just, I don't have time to chat with you. So that's like one of the boundaries that I set. Then... Um, the other ones that what I do and what I do not in bed and I know there's girls that do like for example Greek and uh, you know bear services um, which I don't know like good for them they can do that there's clientele for that but safety first for me so there's second one uh, third one and I had that happen happened very recently. One of my regulars, who I've been seeing for a while, he's, um, I guess I should rewind this. So I started doing like deposits. So like 20% deposit out of our time together and whatnot. And I say that to everybody now, like to new clients, to my regulars, because my schedule is starting to get busy with tours, personal life, other stuff. Um, and one of my regulars, he's like, 
well, hey, it's me. Like, I never got to do a deposit. And I, and I had to explain to him, like, look, like, my schedule is busy with traveling, personal life. And that way I know you're coming for sure. Because he's, he's the only one whose, cons whose schedule is not consistent. And it's like, if he's not coming, then I, I got ready for him for no reason. And, uh, you know, so I had to set that boundary with him. And it's... Uh, and he's probably the reason why you would set a boundary in the first place with that deposit. Because, you know, like you said, if, you're, if, you, if you devote the time to prepare... And was that usually what thirty minutes to an hour to notice? Is that what you require? Uh, like, uh, I mean, preferably two hours. But I do work, like, from early morning, say eight a.m. until nine p.m. And he's inquiring like thirty minutes before he actually wants to see me, like this particular regular. So it's like, right. you know, gotta. I have. I have to. Tell him, like, give him a lecture almost. That, and it's if you're not gonna send deposit, that means you're just not respecting my time, pretty much. That, like, so, some of those guys, they like, <laughs> they text me an hour, thirty minutes before they want to see me, and they think we're just like they're waiting for them, and we're all prepped up already, like at seven in the morning. And yeah, those those weird early morning scenarios, because. <laughs> You know, it's like you, if you're up and you're ready to do something, you know, and and you get there and it's so late or so early, depending on your perspective, mm -hmm. that, you know, guys, guys either can't perform or they've been up all night doing coke and Viagra and they're like ready to go and you're not, it's just like you got to find that and then they get mad or they get, you know, it, it doesn't work out and you have that to contend with. So I can, I can definitely imagine that, um. Yeah, or some guys are just like they have their work day ahead of them, and that's their morning routine. Is you know we're going to we're going to do this, <laughs> and then I go that, and I go to work. You know, I can see that. Have you had a lot of no shows? People who've canceled last oh, minute. Yeah. Um, back when I first started, a lot of no shows because I did not do deposits back then. And as soon as I started getting deposits, it's when people are like showing up. It's like it's like you know. Um, for example, with any other business, pretty much, like, you pay deposit, you know you're going to show up, people will charge you cancellation, but, um, yeah, then uh, it's, uh, or it's like paying for college class. You pay for college class, you expect to show up. If you don't, you're kind right. of losing money, in a way, but... Um. Now you're done with that, that's good. Yeah. You should be done with it. And so, not only do you, I mean, I know you screen. What's your screening process like? How do you do that? And what do they expect? What should they expect from you? Uh, the screening process. Yeah. They should expect to provide social media links. So I would, so I would see where they work at, um, what do they do. As, and that could be a conversation starter, one of the conversation starters. Um, yeah, basically, like, for example, Instagram. I would see what they like, what are their hobbies. Um, let's see, second one is uh, their selfie, how they currently look with their ID, um, so I could Google them, so I would know they're not criminal or a cop, and the third one is uh, deposit, and that's, that's when I pass the screening, that's when I'm like, okay, we're good to go, like, let me know what time you can send deposit to either my cash app or Venmo. 
Now, do they ever balk at that idea and say, well, I don't get to see that with you. How come you get to see that with me? Oh, yes. I I had that happen. And, uh, <laughs> okay, so some of them ask, like, well, can you prove you're real by, like, sending me a picture of you? And I just say to them, I am verified on five websites. And... Uh, I am uh, very um, verified on social media as well, um, so that's that's my proof. And I tell them like, if they say, "Well, I like to be discreet," well, I say my job is literally being discreet. <laughs> Not that men and women should be ashamed of doing this, but hmm. you know, there are situations where consenting adults, you know, either have uh, a significant other, a wife, a spouse, mm-hmm. somebody may not know that they're doing that. And, you know, that's 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 their problem. I mean, I mean, I'm sure listeners will hear this and think, oh, this is a controversial topic. And I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. But that's that's not your problem. That's mm-hmm. their problem. They have to keep secrets from their family and loved ones. I mean, you're facilitating a consenting relationship between two adults. Mm-hmm. You have no control over what their wife or their girlfriend or their husband or whomever reacts and what they try they choose to keep from them or not. So it's not your problem. Why men would be like, I don't want anyone to know that I work at XYZ Corporation or I, you know, this is my job that I have and I, you know, or, or whatever the case may be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I remember a time that, so I have a, I have a friend uh, who's a courtesan. Before we were friends, uh, I was one of her clients and uh, she had a similar vetting process too, where we had to provide ID. She had to look up your phone number, the phone number that we were using to text with. She had to make sure that it wasn't like a spam phone number. Yeah. And then, you know, you just had to say, hey, you, ver- you, you verified my ID. I don't remember the, the site she had me go through, but it was very simple. I, I kind of mentioned that to her because I was like, well, you know, it's, is it fair that I get to know this by too bad? I don't get to know your real name. I mean, not that I needed to know her real name. I don't need to know her real name because that's a protection point, but we were just discussing it. And she's like, well, you know, I, I have a family and I'm married and, you know, I, I don't want people knowing my business. I said, oh, I can respect that, which I do respect that. Mm-hmm. But the ironic thing is, in a few years later, uh, sh- I found her in our, one of our communities where it was a swinger community huh. that uh, social media and I found her and her husband. And, and it's not that, you know, that's not that it's power to know who somebody's real identity is. But I was like, oh, well, now that I know this, I don't. I don't need it. I, I, I was never intended to know this as her client. Yeah. But now that she and I don't have a relationship anymore like that and we're friends, you know, I can keep that secret to myself. I'm not going to go out and dox her. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure someone else somewhere will, and that's despicable, but I would never dox somebody that because I discover their real identities, you know, or what their personal life is or what their spouse is like. And that's still their business. You know, it's just, it's really, it's really the opposite side of the coin when you talk about people keeping secrets from their husbands, their wives, you know, I, it's not on me to interfere or to express that point to them. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to dox anybody or tell anybody, tell, tell anybody, you know. So have you had, have you had anybody find out, you know, your personal information? They, they told me that... Um, hey, I, uh, I found out your books, that you're a writer, and you act, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not, like, hiding that, 
because and then again like I tr I'm trying to sell my books under my real name on Amazon and I have link to that on my ad so it's it's fine like they they do say that like hey uh, I think that's amazing what, what you do in personal life that gives me a view of another side of your personality and I'm like cool cool but they still call me by my work name so I haven't had like anyone anybody say that I'm gonna say this to the world and they're gonna find out who you really are like I have not had that knock on wood <laughs> I'm gonna say that it reminds me of you know personal relationships too because and even other work relationships because you know one of my jobs that I have you know you, you it, whatever career you're in you should always instill professional boundaries and one of my job is you know I have multiple streams of income is uh, you know why I work with other people and you know if you don't if you're not establishing those kind of boundaries in general then you are going to get walked all over and I you know and, and in personal life and relationships I've had girlfriends that I've dated that like, after we broke up I said look you know I, I like you as a friend I don't want to date you date you anymore yeah and they would get mad and then and after they got mad they would you know say things or do things and they would you know constantly text message me or send me things that I, you know, I, oh, I'm in love with you. And I mean, that, that's, that's fine. That's not fine. That's actually not fine. <laughs> or, once you, once you tell somebody that you don't like them like that, you like them as a friend and then they confess, they confess their love for you. You know, it's like, no, I don't know. I, I, now I'm uncomfortable around you because you didn't understand what I was trying to tell you with the, the boundaries we're trying to set. And it's just, yeah. it's not fine. <laughs> that reminds me. Because, uh, gosh, when uh, when me and uh, Michael first, like, started hanging out and, like, at the peak of our friendship, like, I could tell, like, he really liked me because he always, like, tried to go with me on my dates and, like, everywhere. And I'm like, look, Michael, I like you as a friend, like, as a brother almost, but we can't be together. And he just got so, not mad, but... Well, that was that time he got mad, but he got sad at first. So just yeah, like boundaries are so important in both personal and professional life, and it's just disappointing that some people cannot cannot understand that. And oh yeah, sometimes people like to text me and just vent out their problems with their girlfriends, and I just like sitting there reading it and huh, interesting. Scroll, scroll, delete. Like, I don't know. I'm not a... I mean, I'm counselor when, when people are here. I get paid to be a counselor sometimes. Yeah, but if they're texting you with their problems and they're not compensating you for it, then you're a hobbyist. You're doing it in your free time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like uh, that uh, one class I took about the escorting and the girl said... Uh, well, the teacher, she said that post very few photos... Um, because that way they would see the pictures. That is so good. Like, basically, you cannot come without paying it, paying to me. Like, they can't, they would rather, like, enjoy you rather than your pictures for free, like, rather than jerk off to your pictures. Speaking of classes, I sent you a link on Instagram. I, I don't know if you've seen it or not yet. <gasps> I where did. Yeah, coach for um, Eros and and 
money and I'm not sure exactly what she's offering other than coaching, but I think she is a professional uh, business development um, like sex professional. Sex so coach? Was it? Well, like sex business coach. Sex business coach. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 so quick segue into from boundaries to other things. Um, I'm starting to establish uh, some dominant services and dominant um, type uh, media because I, mm-hmm. I, I work with BDSM and I'd like to get certified in some of the. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I've been, I have an Instagram with that, which was, we can link to the podcast later. But yeah, uh, it's a, I'm starting a journey and um, I, I found that in my searches of, of information and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll have a future episode about that. Yeah. See how that turns out, but anyway, I, I saw that and thought, you know, you should see that. You should see that too. Yeah. So let me know if it turns out to be a decent or if not, and we just maybe we can talk to her about that. But um, yeah, so did you find your chapter on boundaries that you were going to talk about? I did. Yeah, basically, I had this one guy. He was in the military. It's those military guys that I have trouble with sometimes, military and doctors. But, um, yeah, basically he was in the military and he, we met up. It was uh, super easy, super fun. And then he just started texting me, like, very long texts, how he enjoys my company and how, like, he he cannot wait to visit me again. And uh, at that time, I did not do... My unlimited texting plan for two fifty a week, and I did not do deposits and none of that. But and then one day he was on my way to me, and uh, I was like, "Oh, well, I don't have you scheduled. Like, wh- why? Like, I I have to go to out of town." And he's like, "Well, I just I just cannot wait to see you, and uh, I'm gonna be there around lunchtime." And it was like thirty minutes before, and I'm like. Look, I, I have my own personal life. You have to let me know when. Uh, you have to let me know. You have to schedule the time. And uh, like his schedule was pretty consistent, so like he could have scheduled. But anyways, and he was like literally at the gate when he told me, "Thank, sorry for wasting your time, Alexa." And I'm just like, "Are you freaking kidding me? You rushed me, you basically pushed me, rushed me on your own terms." And I just like block the number i i don't know if we talked about it but i had this one doctor and he basically almost pushed me to do bareback and i'm like no (laughs) not gonna happen and he was like well the reviews say i'm like i don't care what the reviews say like if you're gonna like i'm right here telling you this whether the hobbies that are on these review platforms they like to sugarcoat things they lie like, 50% of those reviews are fake about me. So, he actually somehow got into my Gmail account and, uh, like, found out personal information about me. And I had to contact somebody who used to work in the police. And they they threatened him, like, look, do your patients would like to know that you threatened somebody? I'm like, yeah. So, basically, that got taken care of. That's good. <laughs> it's terrible you can do that. And he was he was doing that anyway, but... As it goes, you know, you really can't tell who is going to be stable. Even through vetting, you can't always tell who's going to be stable and understand the business and who's not going to. And it's funny because it reminds me of um, 
relationships that I've seen. I had a, I had a friend of mine, she was a, a dancer and also an actor, and we had worked on some projects together. And there was somebody on the set that we became friends with. And again, this is somebody that I, I'm a platonic friend with. I mean, oh, we never I had a relationship. Yeah, we're just friends, friends. Yeah. And uh, I, I started noticing this other person, and and she had a, and she was in a relationship. You know, she had a she had a, a child, and she had a the baby's father, and then they were, you know, still together. They weren't married, but they were still together. And this person, we'll call him, um, we'll call him uh, Joey. <laughs> Joey, uh, I, I noticed started hanging out with her more in her social medias. Oh. And I was thinking, well, that's interesting. They're doing things together. They're hanging out together. And then one day, the guy showed up in a, in a, in a Facebook uh, crew. We had, we had a crew um, Facebook group oh. for the project we done. And he shows up in the group chat and starts talking about her and everything and, like, being really inappropriate about all this personal stuff. And oh I reach out to him, like, what are you, what are you, why are you doing this? Like, what happened? Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm in love with this person, and she doesn't love me. Well, she doesn't realize she loves me back, and she's, you know, her her – her man is not treating her well. And then I was like, look, dude, you, I, I know this, I know this situation that you're talking about and you definitely are way overstepping. And I asked her about it and I showed her the screenshots and she's like, yeah, that guy's, that guy's in love with me. He's a psycho. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. And so it's not, you know, I only illustrate that to say that it's not just the fact that, you know, it happens to, uh, to courtesans, Courtesans, or uh, anyone else. I mean, it can happen to actors who are also dancers, you know, strippers, mm. or just women in general. I mean, men in general. I mean, I've had people that become obsessed with me that I, uh, you know, like I said, like that one person who I dated for a little bit, but then we just, I, I, I just didn't have that connection that she had with me and or she was feeling, and yeah. it down. So it's not just the fact that you know it happens to professionals; it happened to anybody. Not that I need to dominate the conversation right now, but just um, dominate. <laughs> I understand. So, what um, what do we have going up in the future? Do you have some more events that you're are more um, traveling to do? I'm traveling to Birmingham, Alabama, and then I'm going to Jackson, Mississippi, and then New Orleans, and then I have to go back all the way to South Carolina to get my cat home and then savannah for thanksgiving and i am planning going to denver in december because i miss the snow and i want to feel the christmas spirit <laughs> yeah yeah i've always wanted to go to denver i enjoy it i hope you have fun I've I, know you, I know you have fun everywhere you go <laughs> yeah unless i'm faking it i'm like faking being happy I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I do have fun. I do. I go to all the... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that was that took a weird turn for a second, but that's me. <laughs> I, I, have, I have some traveling, too. I'll be in Savannah probably at the end of the month. Um, for yes. Something else. And then uh, I have, um, I don't know, I don't have a lot of things other than just trying to organize my ducks in a row for um, the dominant services that I'm, I'm considering uh, offering. So we'll see how that turns out. But um, yeah, it should be fun. It should be a good time. 